Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Not in that particular order. How are you doing today? It's the Robert Dowd Show Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Dowd, where we come to talk about philosophy, things that are going on throughout the week. Um, We touch on all kinds of things. Basically, just whatever's on our mind, we talk about it. Um, This just in, I've got better hookups now, so I seem to have fixed... A problem that has been plaguing me for numerous episodes. And it's it was just a matter of my setup, how I how I had my hookups and um because I was trying to fix a f- sound feedback issue, so that's just been fixed. So now we're gonna sound a whole lot better. And without that mic feedback ringing in my head, I don't I don't know how I'm gonna exist, but it's gonna make a little bit of your experience better again and that's what we want to continue to do this podcast has always been kind of a love letter like i said in episode one um i've lost some people close to me and i always want to be there for you to be able to have the opportunity to uh talk to me i want to be able to be transparent and set my mind black all over the floor Black, I, I guess I guess it's the sound that it makes when I just pour it all over the the canvas and let you guys dig through it at 3 a.m. or 12 p.m. or whatever time you want to be because I have with the with the pace of life it's hard to get around to having time for each and every person that you want you can pick a, a couple people out and you can give them a constant text conversation or a phone conversation but it's really hard to make yourself available for every person that you love it's just it's tough it's difficult i've i've got family back home i found out uh well i guess it's not bad i could tell you guys a tip i've it's it's kind of wrong to do this but if you ever do need to automate texts texts or something personal i don't i don't think it's been broadcasted that we can do this yet but everyone i've talked to about it they realize that you can do it in the shortcuts app if you have an iphone you can actually set a text via time of day or what and the good thing is unless you listen to the podcast people won't know that i'm doing this but i've actually automated a little bit of my life in that kind of way if I know I'm going to be sending redundant texts or something and that kind of goes back to that that guy who does uh Ferris Tim Ferris he does the the four-hour work week and it's not I, I want to keep on the tone of last week's episode it's still fresh on my mind about it's not necessarily about progress and you don't want to send a text that you need to be there and attentive for but if you are going to send a text and you know it's not it's for them. It's not for you. What I heard people do it for, some people do it for birthdays, because uh, that's they know when it's going to be, so they just pop the text so that it happens on the day it needs to happen, which is brilliant, in my opinion. I've because I'm I'm the worst at remembering dates and holidays and all that stuff. It just breezes over my mind because. Things tend to be like Groundhog Day. I, I was thinking about this this morning. I have to be careful what kind of media I take in on the day of the episode. I've been making less and less notes for these. 
and it's I think that I'm becoming a little bit better of an improv speaker for you I have enough things on my mind to occupy an hour and I can usually make it centric around a topic I wanted to talk about a couple topics um, one I had on my mind this morning and I can't I can't really believe if you're of the age where you remember in 1999 when the matrix came out with keanu it's a little bit baffling how real some of that stuff is and i've seen the movie so many times at this point that certain things stick around in my head about the movie like (coughs) i'm sorry (coughs) i got a cough like when i was peeling the hookups out for this mic and uh, the good hookups, because we were on the bad hookups for so long. And I, f- to give you a little bit of the backstory on that, I ordered the wrong hookups. The the wrong hookups show up, and I'm like, oh my god, are you are you kidding me? And uh, I get them out, and it's like where it's supposed to be male to female. This is if you're mechanically inclined, you've ran into this. Hell, I think if you're not even mechanically inclined, you probably ran into this. But the hookups were like male to female. It's supposed to be male to female, but it ended up being like male to male or female to female. I think it was male to male. And uh, I just sat there, you know, just kind of soaking it in. And uh, like, yeah, I just read about this on the internet. I did not put two and two together the image it was exactly as the image had transcribed i just something didn't click i probably had something else on my mind i was doing that as a mundane task back to the matrix what i had a i had like a clip and i guess this happens as you get older because all the things that you've seen um they piggyback into your experience that because the mind is like a sponge so everything that you see it ends up piggybacking into reality or what I want to touch on uh, in a little bit, which is dreams, which is, that's a big one. I've, I've had it on my, my heart and my mind to talk about dreams for some reason and uh, a few experiences with those. I think everybody, we all, we all deal with this. It's something that everybody comes to the table. It doesn't matter what perspective that you see life from. Um, well, I take that back. I have actually ran into people who say that they haven't dreamed in a while or that they don't dream. And there are side effects of that. Like, um, I've heard that if you don't, if you have too much alcohol or marijuana or, um, substance use, your mind doesn't go into REM sleep and you only dream in REM sleep. But I don't think that's true. I've, I've woke up out of a 15-minute nap and had a wife, two kids, a Honda Civic, and uh, a $250,000 house and lived out my whole entire life in 15 minutes on a nap at work. No joke. I I don't really know how that happens. I woke up last night from a dream where... um, We're coming back to the Matrix thing. I'm not losing that. I woke up from a dream last night where I didn't even entirely remember the dream because it's as soon as you wake up they're fleeting they're just headed out the door oh yeah and also if you've had any dreams as of late that you'd like me to talk about on the episode leave a comment i do read those i've been going over those i didn't before this episode because i don't 
I haven't been getting a whole lot of them. I think I may have gotten some last episode, and I, I may need to touch on them um, after intermission or something. I've got to fit them in, but I do read those. I read every comment. I think they're only showing up on Spotify. I don't think they're showing up on Apple. That's that, I guess that's what you get paying for your memberships, folks. That's They, they give us a- access to this stuff, and I don't know. Um, some of the people closest to me are mad because we're getting really, really close to advertisement uh, space. So I'm really happy about that. And we picked up another nation other than Kenya. What up, Kenya? A lot of my listeners are in the U.S. All my, I'm my, my beautiful family here that has showed up every week. Um, back to the Matrix thing. When I pulled the hookups out of uh, for the microphone out of the bag, it, it made me reminiscent of when uh, Neo pulls and I'm not getting I don't have a main character complex I, I really don't I just am so used to seeing the same cinematic universes over and over like I did a rewatch where, ah, mm, I feel bad for being such a media consumptive individual it keeps me in the know so that I can explain to you guys the mind of a media consumptive and if you're consuming this right now you're, you're probably like me you're uh, and I consider you to be my friend since you showed up. Um, you're probably a media consumptive like me, and um, a lot of my listeners that have been commenting are, are are on the up with pop culture and pop culture references. I hate that we are so media consumptive, and it brings about the idea that maybe mm, it would be tough. It would be really tough. But maybe I should go on a... A media consumption fast for a week and then show my my results and just no 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 media like specifically video that kind of thing maybe audio maybe anything attached to a phone maybe I'll stick to books or something for like a week something weird that would cut out gaming movies shows which golly that's that's a big time eater there I'm I try to remain productive among these things but I found that keeping the mind busy actually helps a lot because the mind it's crazy what what you can have going on with you and then if you're focused on a task that's why uh, people who are under the influence of uh, things whether it be you know at home or uh, in, in a hospital or they're going through trauma. I've seen this in uh, different therapies and stuff like that. When I when I was getting therapy when I was younger, they kept us busy with... I mean, they even have coloring books for adults. So I think having an activity is a big part of recovery from whatever you're going through and healing the mind. An activity can keep you busy uh dad likes to work on his car i like to uh stay busy i just recently platted the whole slide trilogy and that's going back to in case you're not in the know that's from uh ps2 stuff so it's as old as some of these movies i'm talking about and uh i just went back to do it just to spank this thing and kind of put the last nail in the coffin and go well i'm done with this it's a way of showing up at old um, old places I've been and go, okay, 
I'm, I'm kind of putting this in the ground. And I think that's a good thing to do with some of this media. And I'm not, I'm not talking in the, uh, in the cadences of progression. I'm talking in the cadences of just finishing the book. It's, I'm not saying that you didn't enjoy reading the pages of the book while you're reading it. More so just figuring out when to close the damn thing. Because <laughs> you can't just keep going back to, you know, you like you like a story. You can't just go back to it forever in perpetuity. Well, I think you can. We do that a little bit with uh, choice texts of, of our lives that, you know, we appreciate because every time you... It's brilliant how you forget a story, and then if you go back to tell yourself that story again, it shows up differently. Some of them don't. Um, I did a rewatch on the first Mummy movie because at the Oscars, I believe it is, I always get the Oscars and the Grammys mixed up. I think one's music, one's video. You guys can make fun of me. That's okay. Uh, At the Oscars, if I'm wrong, that's going to kill me. Uh, Brendan Fraser won Actor of the Year or something for one of his roles. And it's one I didn't even see, so that tells you how out of the loop I am. There's so many shows to be watching all the time and so much new stuff dropping all the time. It's just like the internet. If you started YouTube and wanted to watch everything on YouTube, they used to say this back when it was a thing, but now it's, it's bigger. And that's what leads me back into the thing that I was talking about with The Matrix. We spend all this time plugged in to what's going on. I mean, work wants to plug us in. If your work is like my work, I have a mechanical job, and they still want me plugged in. I'm still plugged into emails and this and that and just agendas. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's part of the, the forward progression. What's done in society is done at this point. You're micromanaged from the point that you're home to work. You break down in between, you better shoot somebody a text kind of thing. We're plugged in Um, as a society. If you're self-sustaining out there, you're still paying taxes on the land somehow. And uh, if you are doing it, I'm hella jealous too. Yeah, I remembered Keanu in the movie when he opens the package and he's got like the disc or the cartridge inside before the guy knocks on his door and you have the follow the white rabbit scene. The hookup reminded me of that and uh i did i put a lot of thought into how much we're plugged in as a society all the time i mean most of my friends i'm sure most people aren't like this i'm probably on the tip of the spear in a way with this geographically i am where i am for my work i'd have myself be somewhere else but back home there's not really a whole lot of opportunity um, I think I've told you guys about that in past episodes. I'm a go-getter and a hard worker, and I'd hit every every spot on a strip and couldn't get a job. So it's you were lucky to have a job, much less be able to talk about the wage. And I'm finally feeling like I'm becoming somewhat successful near 30, and uh, or at 30. So, and I wouldn't even call it a full success. I'd just call it like, oh, yeah, he's making it out there. He's doing his thing. I've got just enough scratch to not worry. Hey, hey, hey. Cats and scratching couches. 
hell. Yeah, so if you're if you're not doing successful out there in your own mind, or you are making enough scratch to get by, or whatever phase you're in, or you're not on top of it and you're trying to get on top of it, things in life come in phases. You can be up one minute, you can be up and you can be doing the best that you've ever done one minute, and then things can just happen. Shit just happens. Don't be mad at yourself. Just pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and go on. Um, I had a buddy end up in some trouble with the law within the past month. And he's having to get his lawyer back. And, like, everybody, everybody's going through something. Um, like, me and my family this past year. These, everybody's going through something. Be considerate of other people. Um... Just, you know, give a little love where you can. A lot of people don't realize it, but just being understood goes a long way. Um, the dreams. Yeah, we were talking about dreams and the Matrix. It's funny how those two co- coincide as well. You have the... the. Are you awake or are you still sleeping? Wake up, Neo. Wake up, Neo. That's uh, lines from the movie. The wake up Neo thing, he even references it. Sometimes do you feel like you're asleep when you're... St- hey, don't step on the laptop. Don't step on the laptop. This episode's being ruined by Alone Time, which I do appreciate Alone Time. Alone Time, the important thing about Alone Time is there's a balance with both of it. You don't want to be that person who's out all the time. That's the big thing. And you also don't want to be that person who's alone all the time. Because you don't want to get in your own head and be there. There's a good and bad with everything. One, sleeping with wave noises. I've been thinking about that. Golly. I started that two or three years ago. Now I realize when I'm anywhere and there isn't a constant sound going on, it's almost... They do it for people who have that constant ear ringing. Like what my mic feedback used to do before this nice hookup. What a blessing. But my mind has taken a toll on me with that because the constant sound, your your mind gets used to that constant sound. So I feel if there's anybody in the audience who, not just in the podcast, when I don't have the mic feedback figured out, but you deal with the constant buzzing and stuff like that, my heart goes out to you because uh, that's that's actually a side effect of a certain audio thing going on in your head. You've or your an eardrum deficiency, or um, it's I, I I'm doing such a bad thing of articulating it, but that's something that you go through. My heart goes out to you big time. Yeah, but as a society, we spend so much time plugged in, and um, let's see. I've, I was talking about a dream I had last night. And I woke up. I don't even know what happened in the dream. And I, I was like borderline crying, like audibly crying. And it's like, what's going on here? Because I don't even know why I'm sad. You know, I don't usually I don't cry unless someone's passed. So and that's a combination of things. It's a combination of uh, a little bit of. When you're younger and you go through trauma, you have this thing 
too much of this episode's about me this week. We usually make it about a topic, and but I'm talking about personal experience. Hopefully, you guys are staying here and you're enjoying it. Um, and also, if you're going through any kind of thing like this, leave a comment below. Wake up and I'm just, what the hell am I crying for? It has nothing to do with anything. I, and it wasn't like tears crying. There was no tears. It was just a dry heave for no reason. I'm like, okay. I had another one, but I wasn't quite sure about it. I was watching a short film yesterday. Uh, Joel Havier on the internet, if you know about him, he was, he's like a big voice against big movies. So, talking about the Oscars. And I never even got down to how I got on this topic, but I'm, I'm going there. Um, he's a big voice on being against the big movie scene. So he was filming a movie during the Oscar Awards. And it's like just a home movie. And in the home movie, one of his characters, because they had a couple characters that ironically, with my line of work, it was really funny to see them in the instance they were in, but they locked themselves in a room. And that seems to be a going theme on a, a bunch of good stories is people who are trapped in places and have to adapt or they go through phases, different uh, different situations to deal with that. But one of the characters mentions, he says, I had a dream. And he's like, well, what happened? And then he explains the dream. And he says, well, what the other character, this is two characters conversating with each other. One character asks, so what does the dream mean? And he's, he, the other character replies, does the dream have to mean something? Um, can't it just be like your, your, your mind or your brain telling you, check out this weird thing that I found? And I took some time to think about that. Because anytime I get a dream, I've always spent time Googling it, which I think would make one a good dream translator, I guess. Or I guess they have shamans for that type of thing. But counselors probably do with dreams too. We're, this is all opinions here. We're, I know you should be getting your ample sleep out there. I'm around 6 to 8. I function on 4 or 5 intermittently around the clock, sometimes 3, sometimes less. But I know ample sleep is good for your, your body health. It's good to live longer. We all need more sleep. So if you're not getting sleep, think about it. Think about stopping today. Take a nap. Um, not a power nap, like a legit nap. Let your body catch up on whatever's going on with it. And it's weird sleep you can wake up feeling groggy or you can wake up feeling like you could kick some tail that's that's a big topic to fall into those things but what if dreams are like what that guy was talking about what if they are just the mind wanted you to check out this thing that it found on its own you weren't there <laughs> it, subconsciously your mind found something and decides to DM it to you. Crazy. Wow. What if that's a thing? Damn. Okay. 
back to Brendan and the Oscars. So, I'm guessing that he had his stuff fall in HBO Max or something. I did a rewatch of The Mummy. And I knew it word for word, the story, because um, me and Dad used to watch it a lot when I was younger. And I sent him a picture saying, hey, look, it's like the good old days. Check it out, you know. And he sent me back, you know, haha, I think that's funny. Yeah, I'm laughing about it. Haha, funny, funny. And uh, it's always good to come back to some stories, but some stories I feel like it is good to close the book um, every now and then. Not get caught up in perpetuity on the same thing because it affects your ability to see what's... If you're too caught up looking behind you, what is it Gary Vaynerchuk says? He's like, he says, looking behind you isn't always the best. He's like, it really fucks with your neck. Um, pardon my French, but that's that's how he talks. He's always being profane. But he does. He talks about looking behind you and how it, it messes with your neck. Um, I feel like there's something to note there. Okay, we're coming up on intermission. I'm going to go ahead and split for a sec, get a couple sips of coffee, and take a break. This would be time for a word from our sponsor. Um, thanks for tuning in. Be right back. Thanks. Hello and welcome back to the Robert Dow Show podcast. You're with your host, Robert Dow. We are talking about dreams. That's what we're getting into. We we're talking about the Matrix a little bit. And we got sidetracked on a couple of things, but hey, that's what we do <laughs> here at my show. We talk about whatever's on our mind. So I went ahead and take, took... I went ahead and took the liberty of looking up the top few dreams that are experienced and some statistics to go with them just for funds, for shits and gigs. So, according to Forbes Health, uh, the average person will spend a total of about two hours dreaming each night. That's crazy. Worth noting there. According to Frontiers in Human Neuroscience, dreams are essentially a collection of memories throughout the day or recent days. Some people, however, believe that dreams have deeper meanings than just a collection of memories floating through your mind while you're sleeping. Here's some of the common dreams that people have and the different types there are. I didn't, I didn't know that it gets this scrupulative. I don't know if I'm using that word in the right context, but I didn't know if it gets this definitive is what I actually mean. So we have recurring dreams, uh, referred to a dream someone has over and over again. Uh, daydreams. Daydreaming occurs, occurs when parts of the brain fall asleep while others remain awake. Damn, didn't know that was a thing, right? False awakening dreams. This is a dream state characterized by the perception of waking up in a familiar place, starting a normal morning routine, and then realizing that you're dreaming. Um... They occur during REM sleep, that REM sleep we talked about that's interfered with by substances like alcohol or marijuana. Lucid dreams. During a lucid dream, you wake up inside the dream, realize you are dreaming, and in some cases can then control the dream as you wish. It typically occurs during REM sleep. Studies show lucid dreams are associated with higher levels of psychological activation and increased activity in the frontal and frontolateral regions of the brain. 
Areas associated with higher levels of conscious awareness that are typically powered down during normal REM sleep. Okay. According to this doctor with Forbes. Nightmares. Nightmares are frightening dreams that involve intense negative emotions. A mattress advisor survey of over 1,200 Americans found that the three most common nightmare themes for men are falling, being chased, and being attacked in that order. <laughs> oh, shit. I think, I think I've had all of those. Yeah. The most common nightmare themes for women were being chased, falling, and losing teeth. Being attacked and ending a relationship with a significant other in that order. Okay. So women, their their take on it is chase, chasing, number one, falling, number two, losing teeth, number three, being attacked, number four, and ending a relationship with a significant other is their number five. So yeah, women have internalized their romantic life in their dreams and men haven't I think there's something to note there that's odd um, they're most often caused by upsetting difficult or mishandled issues in waking life in my experience that's actually been true uh, I've definitely had that it's not uncommon for me either falling let's see the most common recurring dream people have according to 2022 survey of 2007 Americans conducted by mattress and sleep product company Amerisleep. According to the Mattress Advisor survey referenced above, similar data found that falling was the most common recurring nightmare for men and the second most common for women. They, they want to get into a little bit of Carl Jung there, but we're going we're gonna to skip over that. <coughs> Excuse me. Being chased was the second most common recurring dream. The most common recurring dream for women, according to the previously mentioned Amerisleep survey from 2022, the Mattress Advisor survey also notes that dreams of being chased were the most common recurring nightmare for women and the second most common recurring nightmare for men. I'll be damned. That's crazy. Dreaming about losing your teeth or your teeth falling out is one of the most common types of dreams. This one may be rooted in reality. Actual dental irritation could be the cause of dreams about losing your teeth, according to a 2018 study, rather than psychological distress or sleep quality, which have also been offered as explanations. Any dream that involves part of the mouth, especially the teeth, could be connected to communication issues in real life. Teeth are meant to remain fixed in our mouth, so when they fall out in a dream, it's most often the side effect of loose speech in real life, allowing something out of our mouth that should have stayed put, she says. She notes that another common element of this type of dream is being concerned about your appearance. So, this has to do with, um, a little bit to do with appearances, according to this doctor. The teeth falling out thing, and I've had those dreams too. I've got a vicious, like, crossbite that I deal with. I don't know if you guys deal with dental issues. I imagine everyone does, unless you're in the dentist every six months. And then there's even the counterthought to that, and this is not medical advice. This show's never medical advice. I just think somebody poking around with metal in your mouth every six months, you're bound to break something. I guess they'll just replace it if you have the budget and the insurance. Hell, if you have all the money in the world, why not just have them pulled out and have them put fake ones in there that never get dirty or something? <laughs> That's not a thing. But those fake teeth are really nice. Maybe maybe I'll go for a pair. I think it's like between, between 10 and 20K every time I price check something like that. Crazy. Cheating. Dreams about you or your partner cheating can be jarring, but they are not uncommon. Approximately 23%, 20, 
3% of U.S. adults have dreamed about cheating, according to another Amerisleep survey of over 1,000 people in 2020. This doctor says, It's the dream she gets asked about the most, saying that if there is infidelity in your past, it could be an indication of trust issues that need to be worked out. It's not an indication your partner is cheating on you. However, it does mean you are feeling there is some sort of third wheel in the relationship. This can mean that your partner is giving too much time and attention to something that isn't you, doesn't have to be another person, leaving you feeling left out. If you are the one cheating on your partner in the dream, it could be about a new element in your life that your subconscious feels is taking away from your relationship. She continues. Kind of brings to light something that I was thinking about. Everybody has skeletons in their closet. You don't really know. The shade. Your dreams are subconsciously telling you about what skeletons you have in the closet or what skeletons other people may have in their closet around you and your mind and your brain and your spirit and your body and your soul and your heart and all this part, all this stuff of you and your subconscious is being enamored by that and uh, is hyper-focused on that. And I've, I can't say that I'm without guilt because I've I get hyper focused on things and uh, when you're going through hardship, yeah, it's the first place you go in your nightmares. I reckon um, naked in public. Oh my god! Dreams about being naked in public are often talked about in the media, and with good reason. Twelve percent of dreams revolve around being naked somewhere, according to Amerisleep's Sleep's 2020 survey. This recurring dream is typically connected to something in your daily life that has left you feeling embarrassed, scrutinized, or vulnerable, says this doctor on Forbes Health. The biggest element of this dream is our concern that all eyes are on us, uh, they said. So there's likely a situation in waking life that causes the same concern, such as giving a presentation. She notes that during these dreams, the dreamer is usually anxious about being naked. But no one else seems to care, which she says is the subconscious trying to assure you that you are giving it more energy than it deserves. This doctor also says that this dream theme is about being exposed, vulnerable, or embarrassed during waking life. Makes you think about Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Dreamscape. The scientific world still does not know why we dream says this doctor with Forbes. Currently, the evidence suggests that dreams appear to be embodied situations that enact or reflect a person's main concerns in their personal waking life, including important and emotionally tinged interpersonal preoccupations, he says. Some big words flying around there that that's not going to register with me. Maybe it'll register with you. Dreaming is a thinking process and a continuation of our thought stream from the day. When we enter REM sleep, the brain works differently, so our thoughts become different. That's not to say dreaming is meaningless. It's very meaningful. It is internal dialogue brought to life. The odd thing is the common dreams, the correlating theme that the common dreams are is they're nightmares like they're an element of fear that's crazy let me know if your experience is the same out there I do know that in my experience that the fear based ones the memory last longer but I've talked to people who have conversations with uh, people who have gone 
and uh, and they're back to tell you what they think about you or whatever you know your manifestation in your mind of them and those dreams weren't all bad some of them shoot this reminds me of a, a nightmare I had with mom the other day it's I was at mom and dad's house I'm talking to mom and then I realize that she's not even real she's not even there and then she shows up in a retro TV in front of me, like in black and white, and it turns out she was just a character inside the TV. I labeled that as a nightmare. I got up and I was so taken back by the idea of it. I mean, it would made it would have made for a good movie, something like that, you know, like uh, the end turn of a movie, having it to where one of the main characters isn't real; they're just in the in the television. It reminds me of this music video that me and a friend were watching the other day. Two miners in a coal mine and a, and a canary in there bringing to light the canary in a coal mine. Some some of my old friends who've watched this with me will probably remember this music video. And one of the miners gets up and is like dancing around in a room. And then uh, you find out at the end of the music video one of the characters isn't real. And the, the Fight Club analogy. That's what happens at the end of Fight Club. I'm going to ruin I'm ruining movies. I'm going to shut up now. I'm not I'm not talking about any more media. I'm going to just continue to ruin for you. At least I didn't ruin the Matrix. Go watch the Matrix if you haven't seen it. There's it's ridiculous how many And that that actually never ends. I say not being caught up with the story, but damn. It's the present day life and how close we are getting to plugging in because it's the next the next level of evolution. I heard Joe Rogan talking about this the other day. I can't remember who he had on, but the guy behind me at my desk, he always has Joe Rogan on or Junior or somebody. And he was talking about bringing emotions out of the equation because possibly the the top levels of capitalism are really worried about this. They're worried about people procreating. I don't plan on having kids. I don't know about you, but it's because um, the moment you're born, you kind of, you know, you have a number and there's an agenda for your life, but I don't ever want to inflict, inflict is a bad word. I don't want to ever impression my experience on anyone else's because I think that's, uh, that's for you to decide. It's, that's for everyone to decide whether you find a significant other and that's what you want to do. There's plenty of people who are happy without one. Um, whether you decide you want to have kids and, uh, or not, I mean, there's plenty of people that are happy with and without them. Um, I might should explain why I think it's not, it's not big and it's not, it's definitely not biblical. It's definitely not, it's personal. It's a, it's a personal thing. I've seen, I've seen enough struggle. I would never want to inflict that on someone else. And yeah, it's reminiscent to conversations me and mom had. Of, of course, that would ever, that would always upset your older people in your family because they're worried about, they, you know, they want the old way, be fruitful and multiply. They, they want to see you procreate and have more and stuff like that. And, there's nothing wrong with that and also it leaves up the option for adopting one day you you know you could save a life i've heard that's very complicated paperworky and not to mention just the the issues and the resilience of spirit that you have to have if you're in the audience and you've adopted my heart goes out to you because you guys have it 
pretty crazy. My sixth grade science teacher, he had three or four that he had adopted and um, he had led into subconsciously, not meaning to, just making the decision to bless someone. He had nonchalantly let some serious problems into his house because he was taking these boys on as young men and they're already somewhat developed like starting at the age of like between 8 and 12 developmental stuff where if they're dealing with issues and they've been handed back to the system the system is is not a one size fits all thing well it hold I'm saying it is a one size fits all thing it's it's I think perfecting that with the kids isn't going to be one size fits all and um, public educators can probably relate to that in some way. And my heart goes out to them too. My heart's making a lot of stops today. <laughs> yeah. So we're all going through something. Tell me what you're dreaming about. That's what that's what we want to know. We want to know what you're dreaming about. What's going on in your head? Is your mind DMing you, telling you what's up? Are you doing something wrong? You do, if uh, if you ever say not to mention, because the comments don't get posted publicly, if you ever, I do want to introduce this, if you ever do want to comment and say, don't mention my name, you can do that, and I cannot mention your name. I can just block you out and say whatever you want to say. I feel like that's not, I haven't been interpretive enough about that as of late, but yeah. Uh, mm -mm -mm. it's a lot to talk about one episode but that's almost all the time we have for today see if I have anything else I want to touch on I don't think so I think we knocked it all out be careful how much time you spend plugged in maybe it's maybe it would be good to unplug I'm going to think about unplugging for a little while. I'm using that do not disturb button a little bit more often than I used to. And I'm usually the advocate not to do that. Because just in case people need you. But if there's enough distance between you and them, that's a tough one. But you don't know if that next text or phone call is going to be an emergency. So you're riding a fine line there. Between being available and being unavailable. It's a choice. Is the green light on or do you cut the green light off and take a break? Let me know what you do. Thanks for stopping by. This has been the Robert Dow Show podcast. I hope whatever you're going through in life, I think some people's midterms were last week. I hope your midterms went well if you're a college kid. If it's just another day at work like me, I hope your work's going well. I hope it's not too unbearable. I hope the uh, spirit of your supervisors and stuff like that is one that you can bear and that your workload isn't too much and that what you get paid for that work is exponentially past what you deserve. As always, I'm Robert Dowd. Have a great rest of your week. I'm looking forward to talking to you next week. And uh, thanks for stopping by. I always have fun with you and um, looking forward to more. Talk to you then. Bye. <laughs>